You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Hey, Mr. Bill. Hey, man, I was just pouring my coffee really quick. <laughs> I noticed that. Didn't, first time listening to the intro music? Yeah, it was. I got a little scared, <laughs> and uh, so I dipped out it for just a second, you know. But, um, dude, right. how is your morning going? Dude, it's been packed. It's been stacked, and it's been wonderful, and I absolutely love it. But I was riding over here today. For some reason, my, my phone has decided to uh, no longer work with the latest update, so, like, CarPlay. Oh, good. It's one of these conveniences that you don't even realize you come to depend on. And all of a sudden, my car play wasn't working. And so um, I got to listen to this old thing you guys may be familiar with. It's called a radio. 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 Oh, the amphim. The amphim. Yeah. And I was listening, and um, this old great song, which I think is one of the, the best rock songs of all time, uh, okay. Sabotage, came on. Beastie wow, Boys. Wow, from Beastie Boys. You threw that back. And so I, I cranked it up, rolled down the windows, felt like I was in high school all over again, and uh, looked completely out of place in Frisco, Texas, rolling around in my Nissan Altima, <laughs> busting out Beastie Boys, turned up to 11. So it, my question for you. It goes to 11. <laughs> it goes to 11. <laughs> Everyone needs to answer this, and then we'll introduce the, uh, the guest. Best rock song of all time. What is your best go-to rock song of all time? Kyle, why don't you give us the uh, heads up on that? What do you got? Hotel California. Ooh. Is that a rock song? I, I feel like that's a ballad. Okay, Life in the Fast Lane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> stuck, with the, stuck with the same band. Same band. Actually, I, I would I would probably go with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh. That, that's a story. I feel like we need a moment now. <laughs> Scottamoosh, Scottamoosh, can you do the Fandango? No one's going after me on that? I was oh, almost going to do it, and I stopped for a second. I'm okay. sorry. Mama what do you got, Bill? Mamma Mia. Man, I, you know what? There are so many good ones, but I, I go back to... Um, don't don't say Striper. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although, you know... Petra. Don't to hell with Petra. the devil. <laughs> to hell with the devil. Um, I would say... So for me, I know it may not be the most one, but the one that came to mind immediately is that, that intro from Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. Yes. You're in the jungle, baby. You know that one? Oh, it's so good. And I don't know that one. Do that one again. I need to hear that again. One more time. You're in the jungle, baby. <laughs> oh, good gracious. There it is. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank you guys for checking us out. Um, yeah, thanks for staying around already. <laughs> Known Legacy. Um, do us a favor. Uh, if you can, uh, like us, subscribe us, hit the like button, hit the notification button. It really yeah, helps us. Yeah. If uh, what you find is uh, valuable, by all means, share it with family, friends, enemies, yes, yes, yes. pets, animals. It doesn't matter. Um, you can play this on continual loop while you're out of the house through Alexa and or Apple. Yeah, and go and click so, the like button at the bottom of the uh, of the screen right. too for us for for the YouTubes. If you want to make make a donation to support the ministry, go to knownlegacy.org. You can make a donation there, uh, tax deductible, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we also have a retreat coming up in just a few uh, days yes. called yes. Longshot in Lagrange, Texas. And so you can sign up for that retreat if you're in the Texas area and want to join us. Yeah. You're more than welcome to. And Bill, why don't you tell us a little bit about your book, real quick? Yeah. Oh, let me show you this. I'm a little excited. The book is out. Look at that. There it is. Kyle, it's going to actually launch on Monday. Monday. Monday, Monday. Which is really cool. So for those listening, and so by the time you get this, it'll be probably two weeks after the Correct. launch. But I, fun fact, I was telling Kyle that it was, um, so it sounds weird, but 17 years ago, the calendar matched. So whatever today is, you know, a Thursday, what is right. it? today's a Thursday, on this date was 17 years ago. Well, we pulled away from New York 
17 years ago on Monday. Really? So literally on the day of the time, 17 years ago, we actually pulled away, and I'm going to launch this book that day. So 17-year journey to find out more than you. More than you. Check it out. More so than you. It will be available. I'm super excited. This is just the proof copy. You're not going to get that not for resale <laughs> thing. But anyways, we're excited about that. It's going to be a good time, but uh, check us out there if you haven't checked it out yet. More than you book.com or knownlegacy.org will have the links available as well as to sign up for the men's retreat. Yep. It's going to be awesome. And uh, as always, uh, if you have any questions that you want Bill and I to uh, wrestle with, we do a hot take right after this. <coughs> and it's normally released the next week. Yeah. And so you can uh, submit your questions through info at knownlegacy.org yes. and or do it on any Facebook or Instagram post. And uh, we will find them and we will start to process them and we will give shout outs to We have to a those particular set of skills. Well, I will find you. <laughs> Awesome. Stupid. It's so good. It's so good. So why don't you introduce us to our guest yes, today? Yes, yes. If he's still hanging on and he wasn't like, I'm just going to get off now because <laughs> these guys are complete morons. Uh, listen, when I, so I met this gentleman years ago uh, when I was actually doing some stuff with Unspoken. And, and I don't think he even probably remembers because I'm just a little peon kind of guy. But when he walked up, I'm just, I'm being honest, I could, I could feel and see the spirit of God on this guy. Mm. And, and then just hearing what he does, I'm going to let him kind of share more of his story, but he has a, uh, a ministry called Soldiers for Faith. And, and you can check those out. But, man, they do Bible studies all over the place. It's a great, great ministry opportunity. And literally, the Bible study that I'm on, that I've been on for about two years, we have people from the Philippines that call in for this. Really? From Alaska that call in. And, man, the healing and the hope that is brought through these studies, the people that know that they're not alone, some of these people can, can't even get out, get, out of their, get out of their beds. Some of them are literally bedridden, and they're able to call in and gain hope. In this, they have a community that they would never have had if not for Soldiers for Faith. So, Holy without Spirit. further ado, uh, give it up for Kelly. We're so glad to have you. Kelly, thank you so much for being a part of today. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Travis. I was just uh, getting all caught up with that banter and trying to remember, like, rock and roll music and what I listened to. Yes. Glad you didn't ask me that question. Man. Okay, we're going to Well, ask- it's funny you bring that up. So, <laughs> Kelly, what's your favorite all-time rock uh, song? It is not good. It is not good. Yo, Enter Sandman. Mattel. I almost yeah. said that one. Nice. Hush, yeah. little baby, don't say a word. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I mean, it's it's talking about prayer, isn't it? No, just, at, at this I'm point, just trying to figure out why Bill never had a music career. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just want to keep throwing out songs to see if Bill can bust out the first lines of all these different songs. I probably can. I've, I had no friends, so it's okay. <laughs> Anyways, enough about that, Kelly. Exactly. Kelly, tell us a little bit about your mission and ministry, and uh, uh, yeah, just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, who you are. Well, you know, it's uh, it's it's funny, you know, you talk about ministry, mission, all that kind of stuff, and um, you know, I was I was kind of liking it to a story I heard a long time ago where uh, where a guy just was called to ministry, you know, and he he he, he just went out and did a bunch of uh, applications and. Uh, in, in, in churches, different ministries, nobody'd hire him. He was he they, they wouldn't hire him and he uh, he decided to cut some lawns and uh, bought a few lawnmowers, had two daughters or a wife and did that for about two years. Finally after two years he gets a call and uh, to church that says, Hey, we wanna come we want you to come work for us and uh, you know, he goes and he tells his wife, All right, finally got that ministry call that God gave us and um, before he leaves, he goes and sees all the folks that he had lawn mowing contracts with, and uh, old age home, you know, 
uh, uh, commercial strip mall, residential houses. And he goes to all of them. He says, hey, I'm leaving. I got a, a job in ministry. All those customers said to him, all, all of them said, you can't leave us. You've been our pastor for two years. Oh, so, wow. It, it's kind of that thing, man, where you're, you're like, uh, you know, what am I doing in ministry? What am I doing in ministry looking ahead? You know, and every once in a while, God just says, hey, you know what? Turn around. And you look back and you're like, look what God has done. You know, so when when people talk about when people talk about ministry and, you know, what what I've been blessed to be a part of, um, you know, a, a while back. And I'll tell you how the whole thing started a while back. I got a, a pretty ugly background, you know, in my life. Um, and God just grabbed hold of me and, you know, fortunately saved a, a marriage after six years of divorce. And I have two wow. boys. And um they were they were still relatively young when when my wife Lisa and I got remarried, and uh, you know we started doing devotionals. Um, just became you know that that family up the street that all the parents said to stay away from, uh, <laughs> to the to the family up the street that you hope uh, you know parents said hey I, I I hope you're you're hanging out there, um, but we used to do devotionals every Thursday night. While my boys get to an age of like. You know, my, my youngest got to 18. He wanted to leave the house. The older one had left. And I said, I'm not done being your dad. I'm not done. You're leaving. And this, and I know this is about men. A lot of this is about yeah, yeah, yeah. who men need to be today. And I just was so convicted that the world tells us my boys are leaving the house. They're 18 years old. Your job's done. Now, mm-hmm. now it's on them. And I was like, no, nah, man, I, I'm not done. And uh, I asked them to do a call-in Bible study with me every Thursday night to kind of carry on that devotional thing we were doing. That's so cool. It blew up. It blew up. They started inviting their friends. Next thing you know, we got a Thursday night Bible study with 30 young men from all over the country that we're doing by phone. It was absolutely the start of what's taking place today. That's incredible. That's incredible. So that's where, so that's kind of the heart of where Soldiers for Faith started from then. Mm-hmm. It was. Wow. Yep. Wow. And so how long have you, okay, so, because how, how long have you, I mean, you, you definitely jumped through a whole bunch right there. So you guys, <laughs> you guys were separated for six years. Divorced. Yeah, divorced. And so what, what changed that you were like, I got to go back? Well, from like beyond my stopping drinking, womanizing and drugs. Are you saying like beyond that? Yeah, 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 yeah. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, again, we're we're breezing through some things quite a bit, but but I mean, yeah. But share a little bit about that that moment when you're like, oh my gosh, God, you know, God got a hold of your. I'm guessing. I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm guessing God got a hold of your heart somewhere in those six years, and I'd love to hear some of that because I think there's a lot of guys who are on this who either are on the verge of giving up, right, or they have already been on the other side of this divorce, and they're like, it is impossible. To get back to that, and, and I would and I would throw this in there too, and I think this probably has to do with your story a little bit, where God is calling them to give up something that is an idol, or has become an idol to them, that they aren't willing to necessarily give up yet. Yeah, and they haven't fully experienced the consequences of giving up to that idol, rather than giving up that idol, offering it up to the the throne. Yeah, and then following Jesus anew. And I, I and you know you kind of gloss through drugs, alcohol, womanizing. Those are big idols in our culture for a lot of young men. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. what was your process? What was your aha moment? What was your come to Jesus kind of experience for you to be bold enough to give up something that 
uh, I mean, captures a lot of people and never lets go. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, again, you, you, it sounds like it's courage, but it's not, man. It, for me, it was, and it's a little bit, a little bit backwards in, in kind of the way you guys described it, you know, um, just again, man, my, when my wife met, we met me, we lived in Atlantic city and it was, I think she liked the bad boy and you know, she wasn't, you know, she, she, she definitely wasn't a girl who grew up a Christian either. So she liked that whole kind of thing. But then you have some kids, you know, and you're living, you're living like a thug and you're, you're doing the things you're doing and I'm hurting her at every turn and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, and also I'm looking for hope and, and, and something happened, man. This is before we got divorced. Something happened. I was doing a little construction project and there was this old lady and she, uh, uh, must have been 85 years old that I was doing some work for her. when I say, you know, she was elderly, but she was she was a wonderful lady. She had Bibles all over her coffee table, never been exposed to the Bible form before in my life. And she says, hey, you want to read the Bible with me? And I'm like, this is an 85 year old, wonderful elderly lady. And I'm like, wow, OK, you okay, can't say I'll no to that. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say no? Exactly. You can't OK, say sweet no old that. lady. <laughs> it's like saying no to a hug to your mom. Exactly. You want to hug your mother? Exactly. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. Wow. So, so you sat down and started doing a study with her. Yeah, you know, we just we just read, but she also gave me a book called Loving God by Chuck Colson. Remember from Ooh. Prison Ministries? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. Incredible book. And all of a sudden, man, all this lifetime of crazy, you know, because my parents were crazy, family was crazy, man. I'm telling you, just crazy. Lifetime of crazy comes crashing in on me, man, and all of a sudden I see there's hope. I all of a sudden understand that Jesus is real. Yeah. And I'm telling you, in a moment's notice, transformed. Well, check this out. I go home and I'm telling my wife, woman. I said, woman. <laughs> Always a good answer. way to start that conversation. <laughs> Always a good way to start the conversation. Sure. She's here somewhere. She, uh, she, enjoy, she enjoys that, actually. But I said, hey, <laughs> I, I, you know, I found the answer. Well, she's looking at me. She's going, yeah, whatever. Another scam. Another, right. another Kelly scam, you know, so, but I'm all in, I am all in man. And I start chasing Jesus like nobody's business. And she's looking at me and she's thinking liar, you know, manipulator, mm. um, you know, whatever. <clears throat> and, and I'm just running after him. And, and what happens is, man, when I, when I get to that point where all of a sudden I'm like, this is what I want. She leaves. Wow. And she takes she takes the two kids and I'm left there a brand new Christian going, what? What did I just, yeah, I thought this was going to be different. What? Yeah, it was, it was crazy. But, so, um, wow. good, good. No, 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 no. I, I'm just, there's so many thoughts. So, 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 so really you came to know Jesus and then almost like the persecution happened of, I don't want any of this. So you kind of knew Jesus in that gap of the six years. It wasn't like an aha moment in the middle of it. It was almost beforehand. And then started this struggle. Is it? Am I hearing that correctly? That's it's exactly right. <clears throat> now remember, I I hadn't. You know, this is a woman who watched a guy that never worked a day in his life. Mm. Right. I was, I was I was pretty much a criminal, and I'll leave it at that. And um, you know, and and kind of played the role as a father and a husband, but far from it. So this is what she's watching, and you know now all of a sudden I'm this born again believer, man. It's all going to be good, right? So now yeah. she's gone. So we live in New Mexico. Family's from New Jersey. I get a call from a friend of mine, and I've got to tell you guys this story because this is 
this is this is one that changed everything for me. Um, I take the call. I go back to New Jersey to do a construction project, and um, she says, "Well, I'll stay here." She hasn't quite left yet. I go to New Jersey. Um, I'm doing this job, and she calls me one day and says, "I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm taking the kids. You're out. You stay in New Jersey. I'm staying in New Mexico. We're done." Wow. And uh, again, man, I'm reading the Bible every day. Um, fully committed. I got I got visions of hope like I've never had in my life before. Mm. You know, and this is that kind of moment. You know, like, and I see this a lot when somebody gives their lives to the Lord and they're baptized. They get taken into the wilderness, much like Jesus did. Yes, and yeah, the, yes. The first thing you hear is, um, Kelly, did God really say? Yep. Did God really say, you gave your life to him? Where's this God of yours, man? If you're hungry, turn these rocks into bread. You know, mm. if, if, if God is your God, you know, put him to the test. You know, mm. and so, wow. so I'm back in New Jersey. My mom comes up to me. She says, she's like, hey, man, she's a she's nurse. She loves you. Stay here, man. I got You, you froze up for a second. I want to hear the story. I know, so do I. You still there, man? There he goes. That's. Uh, there we you go. Good? Yeah, you're good. You're, you're good. good. You're you good. know, good. you know what it was. Satan was not liking what you said. So you said. So we heard your mom, and your your mom called. So that's that. That's where we lost you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something here and see if this helps. You're good. Okay, give me one second. There we go. You're good. Absolutely. I, I love, yeah. so as you're t sharing your story, there's two things that come to mind. One is um, it's conviction for me because so often I, I see and I encounter people that I think are too far gone. And God this week particularly has just been laying on me that there is no one that is too far gone. You know, you yeah, look at yeah, Saul, yeah. and I did a devotion today, uh, this week on, on him, and just his his radical salvation. And how people were skeptical of that for years to come. Yeah, 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 like, true. You were the guy that personally, you killed Christians. You literally killed and people, you're claiming yeah. to be one. You just want to get the inside scoop so you can find the names, get the addresses, and continue on the correct, persecution. Correct, correct. And it's just this reminder, like, no one is too far gone. You no know, it's one. funny, and it made me think about this, too, because I want to get back to this story with your mom because we got cut off, but there's those guys in your life, they're like, man, if they ever came to know Jesus, they would change the world. Correct. And I feel like that's what came to mind when I when I when I when I'm thinking of you right now is this idea of like here is this person who is, you know, literally you you are the epitome of that. Like, man, if this guy got a if Jesus got a hold of his heart, it changed the world because you said he, you were a you were a swindler, or whatever you, you know. But I'm like, it happened. So we say it from that skeptical mindset of like, like oh that'll never happen to those people. That's why we say it. But this is a living breathing element of that redemption right. and restoration. So, so I love finish it. the story with your I'm mom. I'm sorry, yeah, story with, story with your mom. Well, my mom's story's over, man. I'm like, I'm not in. I'm going back to New Mexico. God was clear in my head. He's saying, go back to your family and fight for him. Satan wants him to go back to your family and fight for him. Brand new mm. Christian. So I jump in my 69 Ford F100. I don't know if you guys remember them. Trucks love that thing, man. Classic. I could fix the carburetor myself, you know. <laughs> oh, so nice. The, uh, you know, so so got on the road, left New Jersey, and I made it to Wheeling, West Virginia. Man, it was one of the rainiest, rainiest springs um, the East Coast had ever seen. Mississippi was overflowing. Mm. And I got to Wheeling. It's a Sunday morning. I go into a Denny's, man, and here's all these families coming in and out of Denny's. And my wife had left me. 
I forgot to mention that I want men to hear this. My wife left me and it wasn't to be by herself. She's living with some dude and my two boys. Wow. Right. Now I earned it. Don't get me wrong, man. I ain't mm-hmm. no victim here. I yeah. earned that. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I'm in, I'm in Denny's and here come these families, kids holding their, their parents holding their kids' hands and they're dressing their Sunday best. You know, this, this yeah. little waitress comes up. She's like, you want a coffee? And I'm like, you know, I'm starting to break, man. I've, I'm, I, I've, I've not been a very emotional guy my whole life, man, and, mm-hmm. and I wasn't even at that moment, but I'm starting to break in the way. She was like, you all right? I'm like, no, I'm not all right. I'm a mess, man, you know? And and uh, she's like, you want this coffee? I'm like, no, nah, I'm leaving. And I go out to the to the truck, and um, I just start crying out to God as a brand-new Christian. Lord, I can't do this. Wow. I'm going back east. And, wow. And God, and I could feel God saying, no, you go fight for your family. Now, Ooh. I got nothing. I'm going to a brand new job. I'm going to go live with a friend of mine who invited me to live with him when all this happened um, that I didn't know all that well, but I knew well enough. Yeah. And I come up, I get in the truck and I start leaving and I'm, I'm certain I'm going back to New Jersey. I'm getting, I'm getting on the uh, interstate going east. And here's a little old man and he's standing at the on-ramp and he's got an overcoat on, it's raining, he's holding a little bag, and there's a suitcase next to him, he's got his thumb pointing west, and I'm thinking, stop it, man. Are you kidding me? Wow. Not kidding you, right? I get the guy in the car, and I'm going to cut this one really short, man. You're good. And I got a little cooler in the the middle, and he says, hey, do you have anything to drink and eat? And I said, sure. Give him a soda and a little Danish I had in there. And he says, I said, you don't seem to be the kind of guy to be hitchhiking, man. He said, I'm not. He said, I just want to tell you, my, my wife died after 55 years of marriage. We never had kids. I lived in Boston. A friend of mine who I haven't seen in high school, who's living in Cincinnati, invited me to come out there and live with him. You see, I made enough money after my wife died for about an eight-month stretch that I, um, I made too much money. I lost my Social Security for a couple of years, and I'm completely broke. He said, so... Uh, my friend wanted to send me a bus ticket. I couldn't do it, so I hitchhiked. And he said, I was under this overpass last night, and I was ready to give up. And he pulls out this little Bible, and he starts reading. I can't remember what the Bible, <laughs> what the, what the Bible verse was. And uh, I don't remember what it was, but um, he said I was about to give up, and then you pulled up. And um, Wow. We start driving, and and I remember this is this is the thing I remember the most. I said to him, "Isn't this rain depressing?" <laughs> the dude, the dude goes, "What do you mean it's depressing?" He said, "The more it rains, the more the grass grows. The more the grass grows, the more back to the lawnmower. The more lawns I can cut, so I can pay my way with my friend." Right? Wow. And it was so loud and clear. God was saying to me, "You know, you're going to see a friend." who you saw a year ago, this guy is going to see somebody he hasn't seen in 55 years. Wow. You're going, you're going uh, to a place where your two boys are who love you. This man has no children. Wow. You, may be, you may be separated from your, li- your wife, but she's alive. This man's wife is dead. And you're grumbling as you go to fight for your family? Stop grumbling. Wow. You know? And the, the old man says to me when he gets out, man, I dropped him off in Cincinnati. He gets out. He says, hey, give me your number. I'll get in touch with you. And I'm like, bro, I ain't giving you my number. I know where you're going. <laughs> you're, you're going back to heaven, man. You're going, I knew you're one of them angels I just read yeah, out for the first time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, anyway, you have no friends here. 
Your friends are all in heaven. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow, man, that's powerful. That's so powerful. Before he, before he gets out, he says, you got to fight for your family, man, because Satan wants them. Wow. And, um, anyway, that was the start of the whole thing, but it was six years wow. of not, not fun, but God was, God was faithful, man. Well, I wish we could pull something about being bold out of this story today. <laughs> no, I'm serious. This is incredible. I mean, because you do, you, you put those absolutes, or at least so many guys put absolutes in their mind that, no, once, once the papers are signed, it's it. Whereas God said, no, that's not, that's not your journey. That's not your story, that you're, you're made for more. Go and fight for the heart of your family. If only there was a book in the Bible, like, I don't know, something in the Old Testament about a man who had to go and pursue his wife who was leaving him. And then, you know, a man like Hoser, 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 Hosea, Hosea. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's true, though. So, so phenomenal story. So God has obviously put a calling on your heart and on your life, and he is tenaciously not letting go of you. Fantastic. So yeah, encouraging. So yeah. now you, you go through this long journey. You, you begin dating your wife again. <coughs> you guys restore your relationship. You're back with your boys. You're feeding them. Now you're doing this um, You're doing this uh, conversation on the phone with your boys, and more guys are coming in. How does that transition, and what were the bold steps that you had to do to, to focus on the heart of soldiers and their unique journey of identity um, of dealing with uh, PTSD, v- worth, all of those things that, that are so near and dear to the guy's heart. How did that come about, and, and how did you land there? Yeah, I think that's that's a really good question because, you know, much like the Salvation Army, it's not necessarily, the ministry isn't necessarily built towards military solar soldiers, although I see all those parallels in men. And, and even to the mm. point, I mean, I'm telling you, man, some of the young men today are suffering from life PSTD. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, 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 you're like, I mean, they're, they're, they're traumatized, man. You see these young guys, they're traumatized. And, and there's so much deception going on. And, and there's so much, um, uh, so much pulling young men in different directions that, that th- this is about calling young men to know there's truth and that and that we all as men have purpose yeah and and that if we seek we seek god and we see his seek his truth and i and i I will say this i know i'm kind of all over the place here no you're great you're great i want to go to this point is that i think that is the biggest challenge with young men today is a lack of purpose yes yes we there we we all have, per- and, and it's not even about restoring my marriage. It's not about all of those types of things. It's about what is my purpose that God had had called me to, and saying yes, Lord, and all of those other things. The restored marriage, you know, my my boys now five grandchildren, a high school dropout becoming a business leader in multiple businesses. Those are all the things that are added that are promised to us in Colossians three. I mean, this is mind boggling, man. If we are just obedient to him, we seek after him, we, we seek after his truth, and then we say, yes, Lord, right? Yeah. All of those things, all of these stories I'm telling you are just God fulfilling his promise that all these things will be added to you. So, so, so let's say there's guys that are listening here and their hearts just are getting set on fire and they're like, I need that. How would they be able to tag into you and what you're doing on a regular basis? Is it just a call-in number? Is it a Zoom? Do they need to go to a website? Like, how would they get connected to you 
and and begin to sit at your yeah. feet and discover the purpose that God has for them. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we have uh, we have a, a website and an entire ministry that's pretty cool. You know, you talked about the the music. We can get into that a little bit later if you like. But the um, uh, soldiersforfaith.com is is the website. Um, yes. It's really really easy. You can just you, you just jump on, um, pick a Bible study, jump on a, a phone number, a free conference call phone number will be sent to you. Here's the crazy thing, man: is there? It's so transparent, man. You know, like. We're sitting yeah. here. We're on video. I ask you guys, is, is this podcast a video? You know, and 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 whenever you're watching a video, you're sizing the person up that's talking, right? There's Absolutely. no doubt about your audience right now. I size it up and say, is he genuine? <laughs> Isn't he genuine? Yeah. You know, is he one of these guys? Is he one of those guys? Right? We just can't help ourselves but to size people up. You get on yeah. the phone, and you can't see what kind of treads they're wearing, what kind of johnny o shirt they're wearing right you can't see none of that you're not making any judgment so to speak interesting um, yeah 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 or assessments it's just the heart and the yeah. and, and the voice it is absolutely phenomenal I'll, I'll tell you that it it blew my mind i was not expecting it to be what it is but then again most of god's answers are embarrassingly simple and overly obvious and most people miss them yeah you know, and Brilliant. I and I love that he has. So, so we have the Bible studies, and you also do these at home concerts. You just did one on on Wednesday with Chad and Unspoken. Nice. And uh, and so, but these are essentially free events. I mean, I mean, it's it would be a blessing that people would give a donation because you literally get a full on, you know, concert, and you can be in your pajamas in your in your living room, and hear guys like Mac Powell, hear guys like We Are Messenger, and and Chad, and those kind of guys, you know, and Unspoken, and those guys. But I love it because the opportunity is there. But I know. I know he's sneaky, sneaky. It's all about getting them to do the Bible studies. And I love it because cause they promote the Bible studies. And that's what I wanted to get you on here for is here's a guy who was driving in a 1969, you know, F-100. Come on, bro. Who basically was about to give up, but was like, I'm not going to give up. And now the fruit of him not giving up is the fruit of people being healed and rescued in Jesus' name. Not in Kelly's name, which I love that because even now I'm hearing a voice of a guy who's like, this is not about me. No, no. I just wanted to do a bunch of Bible studies and free people. And, you know, free people, free people. Yes. And I see a free person on here who is who is helping bring hope to people. And that's why I wanted to get him on here. So if you're listening today and you're like, I just can't get involved in a study at a church. I'm like, you have zero excuse. Go to soldiersforfaith.com on the webpage. Okay. Now, we, we were talking about this earlier that I am technologically inept. What was the word you used, Kyle? I think it was technologically challenged. Challenged, that's it. I mean, I literally have been doing 178 of these, and I still cannot get the, the video <laughs> no, you can't. system right. No, I'm, you can't. I'm an idiot when it comes to this. But I remember getting on the website and scrolling through and saying, check out, our, check out all, of our, all of our different Bible studies. You can go on. You can find one that works for you. You get on. You, just, you can be in your car driving to work and get on. I found myself going from meeting to meeting, and I'm sitting in the car for 15 more minutes. Like, I don't want to get off this study. Even though I'm late for a meeting, I'm texting going, I'll be late for the meeting. i got to finish this study. Fantastic. And it's incredible. And so if you're out there and you feel completely alone, you know, the last guy we had on our podcast, uh, Chad Allen, talked about the value of community. Yes. This yes. is community. Yep. And right now, we don't have the opportunity to maybe be right in front of people, but this allows people to be authentic and real. And I love it. And that's why I wanted to bring you on to tell guys, get on these studies. It's worth it. 
Kelly, thank you for doing what you do. I, I cannot thank you enough because I know there's guys that would be blessed by it. And I think that 20 to 30-year-old guys that our culture has forgotten and has kind of minimized and put on the, the uh, you know, just sit down and don't worry about it. Just earn some money and you'll be happy. And these guys are disillusioned. They're frustrated. And uh, they are desperate for the yeah. hope. And that's why I love what you were saying, man. It was just this overwhelming sense of hope that I can be more than what I was. I don't have to play the scam anymore. I can be yeah. genuine and authentic. And there's more to life than just the game. And there's more to life than just surviving. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, it, it's really you were more than you. Yeah. You discover what it is to be more than you. Well, dude, I, I love it. And we wanted to, you know, do, do you have any final comments, Kelly, before we jump into the Fast Five? This is fantastic, by the this way. This is Kelly, awesome. Thank you. We don't want to have you back on because it probably would not be life-giving. <laughs> so whatever last I'll, comments you have. <laughs> I'll say the, the only comment, I'm, and I mean to your entire audience, and I truly believe this, today, if you're not in the Word, you will be deceived. There is no doubt in my mind, man. I don't That's care. Good. I don't care how strong Christian you are you, or you believe you are. If you're not in the word, you will be deceived, man. The deception is like nothing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So I'm telling you, man, you want to be strong and, and affirm in a, a foundational leader to your wife and your kids yeah. or your family or whatever, man. Be in the word um, because the deception is coming hard and heavy. And yes, fast, it is. And it's getting stronger every day, man. So yeah. be in the word. Love it. I love One it. final question before we go to our Fast Five. Kelly, let's say you're uh, counseling a guy and you're connecting with a guy, and he has 76,000 unread emails in his uh, <laughs> on his computer screen. 76,000 unread emails. Are you reading Plus, my computer screen? I, I, no, I'm just a hypothetical. What would you <laughs> encourage that guy to do to his inbox to get rid of 76,000 unread emails? Are you kidding me, Bill? I'm an overachiever. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> delete yes get rid of the baggage man just delete it press stop on. listening to the lies I, I, I don't look to the past but I press on towards the high calling I don't have time to, to look to the past guys so delete them <laughs> anyways if it's really that important they'll email you again there wow. you go. Kyle and there his mic drops <laughs> um, we go into a little fun time, um, and you've, your story has been, it's been uh, amazing. so encouraging, and uh, your little truth bombs have been absolutely fantastic. Um, we have a little segment we call the Fast Five. There it is. And uh, it's a chance to kind of um, have some fun questions. So yes. let's go, Bill. So question number one, Kelly, what would you have for your last meal on earth? Tuna casserole. What? <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Time, I think we need to just finish right now. And this is where it all <laughs> ends. Okay. <laughs> what? It was what? good until then. Exactly. <laughs> the spirit has just left the room. <laughs> what? Tuna, okay, now you got to explain why tuna casserole. Uh, listen, man, I don't got a whole lot of good memories as a kid, man. We were about as dirt poor as you could get. Mm. But every, about once a month, my mom, we had a special tuna casserole, man, that she would make. And I'm telling you, it was awful, man. It was like, you know, uh, cream of what is, whatever those cream yeah. of something, mushroom. Yeah, cream and, of mushroom. Oh, it was awful. But I don't know. Good memory. Good okay. Memory. That's, I, 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 love I hear it. that. I, I, was, I was thinking that. It wasn't because it was probably the most delectable tasting. <laughs> Just a good memory. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. What is one album or musician you would want to listen to forever if you were stuck on a stranded island? nothing man you know it's just i i, I kind of go with the with the generations but i'm stuck in this generation man i gotta tell you just i just like the vibe brandon lake throws out there man 
Okay, Brandon Lake. Okay, okay. That's the Very second cool. time that we've kind of had him reference. We've had a Brandon Lake reference yes. before. I feel like he needs to be in my regular rotation now. I know. I gotta <laughs> figure. I gotta figure that out. I like it. All right. So, uh, what's your guilty pleasure? Cigars. Okay. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> so we'll have you on next week. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Okay. What is one word your wife would describe you as? Um, surprising. Okay. Why is that? Why is that? Um, Are you not listening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle for the mic drop. Well done, Kyle. Well done. Thanks a lot, Kyle. Okay, moving on to number five. Okay, how do you want to be remembered when you die? Um, that others meant more to me than than. Uh, yeah, that others meant more to me than anything else. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. That's fantastic. Okay, there's one more bonus question. I don't know why we call it Fast Five, because I've got ADD and I want to add one more. But <laughs> bonus question, what biblical character would you want to have lunch with, not Jesus? Uh, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. Probably Joseph. Okay. Why? Why is that? You know, it's just we know the story, you know, yeah. we, we know the story, but the, you know, we, we get to, and we kind of paint the pictures in our head because of the story. But I'm, I'm so sure, man, that the, the, the dude, there's, there's the in-between stuff that would yes. be so yeah, fun yeah. here, man. You know, like, yo, bro, when you were in that prison <laughs> and that dude shanked you, man, and didn't talk to Pharaoh about what you wanted him to talk to you about, man. You yeah. Know, did, did you want to whack them? I mean, yeah. or, you know, like, like what, you know, just there's so much in between with Joseph, yeah. man, that, that we just don't know. It'll be fun to have a conversation. That would be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. Like, what did it feel like to have those dreams? That kind of thing. That'd be awesome. No, it's awesome. See, my mind it. went to Potiphar's wife. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how, well done, sir. Well done, exactly. first off, Joseph. Well Good done. Job. But, you are a drop of hormone, and she is literally <laughs> naked. You're awesome. Thank you for your Bullworth mindset. And so, no, this has been great, Kelly. Thank you so much again. If you are hungry for truth, and, and if you got that thing in your spirit, you're like, I want to get connected. I don't know how to get connected. Soldiersforfaith.com. Do it. Um, we would love to have you join one of those studies. Like I said, I am a, a product of those studies as well, and I love them. And, uh, Kelly, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Fantastic. Did it you has been incredible. Life-giving. And we will conversation. We will uh, we will continue to we're going to have you on on again because I know there's so much. We literally stopped at coming, you know, his wife, and he's like, oh, and by the way, I did all this other <laughs> stuff too. We didn't get into the how you started the ministry and the design all that, but I love the boldness that you took to pursue the heart of you. This has been a theme this year of pursuing the heart of being bold to step out, fighting for your family. Yeah, fighting, fighting for, for the heart of your wife, fighting for your family. Yeah, and uh, even though that journey may be harder than you could even imagine, it is worth it. I love it. it love is it. Worth it. Well, hey, thank you guys so much. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you. Thank you guys for checking us out. As always, uh, knownlegacy.org. You can find information there. You can make a donation if that's up to you. Um, please check out the website and dive into the uh, Bible studies. Uh, you can join us for the uh, uh, um, uh, conference that we have coming up as well as uh, getting Bill's book from there. So Yeah, um, check it out. Go to uh, morethanyoubook.com or knownlegacy.org. And they will, and we have the the links available for you there to purchase the book. Absolutely, love you guys. Thanks for checking us out. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the No Legacy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. 
to email us your questions or comments to info at nolegacy.org.